Hey, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Wednesday Wisdom on the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's Wednesday Wisdom guest, but first we want to give a shout out to our podcast partners, We Coach and the Global Community of Women in High School Sports. These are two great organizations that you really need to be a part of. So check out the Global Community of Women in High School Sports and We Coach. And now let's hear a word from our podcast sponsors. We want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive for their support of the podcast. Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards not only generate income for your department, but they also create the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. We've got one in our gym, and it's just fantastic. We use it for home games, but we also use it for pep rallies, for signing ceremonies. It's tremendously versatile, and their customer service is just outstanding. Go to sidelineinteractive.com and check out their indoor scoring tables and video boards by setting up a live web demo and see them in action. That's sidelineinteractive.com or shoot them an email at sales at sidelineinteractive.com for more information. You won't be disappointed. We also want to say thanks to Snap Mobile. Go to snapraise.com and check out their entire suite of platforms designed to help you as an athletic director do your job better. Snap Store allows you to order custom spirit gear. Snap Connect is their multilingual family engagement platform. Snap Manage will help you set up an entire website for your athletic department. And of course, Snap Raise is their fundraising platform. We've used it with great success, and they've helped schools just like yours raise over $700 million. They even have a program where you can get your funding before you actually start your fundraising. Does anybody else have that? I don't think so. Go to snapraise.com to check out their entire suite. That's snapraise.com. We also want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. Hometown has recently acquired Ticket Spigot, and together they're going to provide a stronger and more comprehensive digital ticketing and event management software solution. But for right now, go to hometownticketing.com. They're going to show you how to set up and sell your tickets, collect revenue, and during the entire process, you'll have a dedicated client success manager with you to provide hands-on support. That's every step of the way. Go to hometownticketing.com. They'll also show you how to set up and sell tickets for things like school dances, school plays and concerts, even graduation. You'll find it all at hometownticketing.com. Simple and easy online ticketing. We also want to say thanks to Gipper. Go to Gipper.com and see how athletic directors are creating world-class marketing content for their school social media channel. You can do it in seconds on any device, and you don't need any design experience. Use the podcast code ADPOD10 and get 10% off. That's Gipper.com. Create custom-branded content for your school's social media channel. We also want to say thanks to Huddle. Go to Huddle.com and see why over 200,000 teams are using Huddle to help their teams play better. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years, but when I became an athletic director, I made sure that our school was a Huddle school. And Huddle has the tools for your coaches, your teams, and your athletes to play at the highest level. 
Huddle's going to provide a complete solution for the challenges we all face as athletic directors. At Huddle, we believe in sports and teams believe in Huddle. Join the 6 million users and go to huddle.com. Find out how to turn your school into a Huddle school. We also want to thank Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They've got a variety of interactive touchscreen video consoles and a ton of different templates to help you recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. Let them help you showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments. And go to vitalsignswalloffame.com or you can email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com for more information. We want to thank Final Forms, the industry leader in forms and registration, but they are so much more than that. Final Forms can help your stakeholder, your coaches, and especially you uh, do your job better. Um, Final Forms can help with attendance and communication. They can send reminders to parents about policies and physicals. For athletic directors, they can help with eligibility, with rosters, and all the reports that come across your desk. You know, it's time that you talk to a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next steps, go to finalforms.com slash Jake. That's finalforms.com slash Jake to get started with Final Forms. And we want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire program. Athletic directors typically only hear from the 2% uh, that are not having a great experience, you know, whether it's that disgruntled athlete or the squeaky wheel parent. And you need to hear from that 98% that are really having a good time because that's tremendously valuable information to share with those parents or those kids or your boss or school board members. Go to athleticsurveys.com or email them at info at athleticsurveys.com for more information. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your student athletes or your parents, you're really missing out. Talk to the folks at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Wednesday Wisdom on the Educational AD Podcast. Uh, we've got a First-time Wednesday Wisdom presenter. She's joining our Wednesday Wisdom team, but she's not a stranger to the podcast. Our guest is Lauren Evans. Uh, Lauren was recently on. She's a former professional athlete, Division I athlete, and now she's working with Snap Mobile um, in a variety of ways. But um, she's got a great topic she's going to share with us today. First of all, Lauren Evans, welcome to Wednesday Wisdom. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Well, again, you and I were talking a little bit. Uh, I'm very excited to add you to our Wednesday Wisdom team, and I'm going to go ahead and shut up and uh, let you go. What do you have for our listeners today? So today, um, and this is something kind of close to my heart and something that I've you know dealt with, so it's something I want to talk about, is really how to prepare your students for college and for the real world. So a little background on me. Um, I went to a private high school here in, in Atlanta Lakes, so right outside of Tampa uh, in Florida. And, um, you know, they were pretty big and focused on 
you know, how can we prepare our students for, you know, careers and for college? And um, fortunately, you know, they had a program at the high school where we had to kind of have like a one year, we had to shadow someone that in our field that we wanted to go into in order to graduate. And so, you know, I really thought growing up that I wanted to go into the medical field, actually. I don't know if it was because I watched too much Grey's Anatomy or what the case was, but that's something that interested me. And, you know, I was pretty decent at science and I was pretty good at math. Um, and so when I was in high school, I shadowed a radiologist um, and it was at USF, actually. And you know, I, I shadowed the radiologist and I, I think it's a great profession, but I just found when I did that, it just wasn't for me. Um, I just thought, you know, sitting in a dark room looking at, you know, x-rays and scans all day, just it, it kind of made me bored. I was pretty bored during it. Um, <laughs> but my point is, you know, my high school made me do that. Right. And so that was great. And then, you know, leading into college, um, I think, you know, we have this interesting college system where, you know, you're 17 or 18 years old and you go to college and you're told you have to pick a major right away and you have to pretty much decide the trajectory of your life right then and there when you're, you're super young, really. Um, and so I decided, you know, I still wanted to do something in the medical field, maybe just not radiology. You know, what are my other options? Um, so I decided to major in health science. So it's like it's like a a past somewhat pathway to the medical field, but it's not like you want to go to med school. Um, and so I decided, you know, I could be a physician's assistant. So I, you know, I would have to go to a, a two-year school after that, um, after I graduated from you know my four-year degree. Um, and that's something that I, I thought I wanted to do. So, you know, I went all throughout college going hard on my my health science degree. And, um, you know, thankfully, USF has a really good program. They called it Mentoring You back then. Um, I don't think it has the same title now, but it's basically where, you know, seniors in the athletic department have to be set up with a mentor and you have to take this class. And so, you know, I was set up with a, a mentor who was a physician's assistant. And, you know, I shadowed her, got all of my hours in. And after the fact, I was like, I just don't see myself doing this for the rest of my life. And so then I'm at this point where I'm a senior in college. Basically, my major's completely done. I can't go and switch up. I don't have any eligibility left to keep playing softball. So I'm like, okay, well, now what do I do? And so then I have to go through this whole transition of where I'm not going to play softball in college anymore. I have to go into the real world. And now I have no idea what I'm going to do. So it was really hard. It was really difficult. And I think I was very fortunate that, you know, both my high school and my college had these programs in order for me to do this and to try to figure it out before I, you know, spent thousands of dollars going to PA school. But one thing that I think is super important, even in the high school level, is to really encourage your students to get out there. You know, I, I every summer was playing softball. Like, I didn't really have jobs growing up because my summer were filled with softball, whether it was, you know, travel ball or international ball. So I, I really think, you know, 
something as easy as shadowing different professions each summer, you know, even if it's multiple each summer, I think that's, that's super key. And, you know, as athletic directors, you know, maybe that's something that you don't really think of all the time. Like you are, you're so busy, you're focused on sports and just getting what you need to get done. But I think encouraging your coaches and even encouraging your students to have those conversations, to, to start talking about, you know, the future. And especially as young adults, when we're playing sports, that's all we think about. And we think that sports are never going to end, right? So that's not the case. That's not real life. Um, so I think really just encouraging people to, to have the conversation. Um, because like I said, eventually sports come to an end. And that's something that a lot of student athletes go through that's really difficult to unattach yourself from the identity of, of being an athlete. And, you know, it can be really mentally tough. You know, mental health is, is we're fortunate that that's a, a really big topic of conversation in sports right now. Um, but it's really important to figure out early, I think, at least have some type of idea, like, what are you passionate about? You know, what do you want to do with your life? And, and we're in a great time in the world where, you know, you can make videos online and be a multimillionaire, right? So it's like finding what is really, really makes you excited and makes you want to get up in the morning. You know, how can you turn that into a job and how can you make money off of that? And, you know, obviously most people think like the, the easiest path is you have to go to college, right? You have to go to college, you get your degree, and then you can get a job. Well, that's, it's not really the case. So maybe there's, there's students, there's athletes that you have that really don't think college is going to be for them. You know, they've decided that maybe playing, you know, sports in college just isn't for them either. So, you know, what do they do then? Well, you can go into a trade. You can do real estate, right? There's so many different options for you. Um, I think just a lot of the times too, people are unaware of what's really out there. I remember when I was younger too, sitting there thinking like, okay, so I'm, I'm going to go into the real world. Like, I don't even know what jobs are out there. I literally, I remember having that thought and being like, okay, well, let me Google, like, what jobs can I do? You know, like what, I don't even know what's out there. So like, take what I do now, for example, you know, it technically my position is tech sales or software sales. I literally up until that this summer, I didn't even know that that existed. I had no idea that there was this huge industry filled with people that literally are selling software and that it's super essential to all different aspects of life. I had no idea. And I wish I would have known about this a lot earlier because I probably would have been in this career for a few years already. Um, so yeah, so as an athletic director, kind of what can you do? I think what's really important and what was kind of really nice for me in college, which I think you can apply as well to high school, is having some type of mentorship program where your athletes, your students can, you know, just shadow someone for who knows, like even if it's just 20 hours, 10 hours, something to get you in the space and to understand like, is this right for me? Do I want to do this? And then you can really ask questions because a lot of the times these people, like they love to help and they don't mind if you shadow them. They really don't care. It's fun for them. Um, 
And then, you know, how, how do you get that to happen? So for me in high school, what I did, um, I knew I was going to go to USF at that time. Um, and so simply just figured out, okay, it could be cool if I, you know, shadowed someone in radiology. So let me just Google who's in radiology at USF. And as simply as that, I sent an email to them. Um, I reached out to a couple of other people like in uh, USF, like sports athletics that I knew that would maybe be able to help me out. And we got that set up um, super easy. And it's, it's, it's not, it's not hard to, to sit there for a couple hours out of the day um, to just observe, right? No, you're probably not going to get paid, but that's not the point. Um, you know, you're trying to get the experience and, and understand, you know, what's going to be a good fit for me. Um, so yes, I think definitely having a mentorship program, some type of shadowing, or just even encouraging people to do that. Um, and another thing you can do, and I something I wish I did in high school and throughout college, is get internships during the summer. Um, there's a lot, a lot of internships out there. And even if there's not, and you, you know that there's a company or a profession that you really are interested in, like I said, shoot them an email, give them a call, show up to their work, like, and just ask, you know, you never really know until you ask. That's something I say all the time. Like, what's the worst they're going to say? No. And if they do say no, then you can ask, okay, well, is there another place like this company or like this profession that, you know, maybe I can go that they would let me shadow or do an internship. And like I said, it's probably not going to be paid. But again, the point is really trying to understand what's going to be, you know, good for you. And so you end up going to college or whatever the case may be, and you're getting a degree in something that's really, you know, important to you and something that you could potentially use in the future. Um, another thing athletic directors can do is really encourage their coaches and, and talk to their athletic or athletes about, you know, real life skills that you're going to use, you know, um, having interview, um, interview nights, maybe one night you guys do like speed dating or something and you have interviews back and forth, you know, that's something that's so, so key having like really good interview skills. Um, that's something that I practice a lot on. And thankfully my parents, have been so great in helping me, even me getting this job. Now I sat on the phone with my mom for like two hours going through interview questions because it's something that she interviews people quite a bit in her job. So I knew she'd be a really good resource. Um, but that's something that not a lot of people really practice or think that is, you know, a skill that you could really learn, but you really can. Um, and, and just talking about, you know, what's going to make you stand out as an individual, as a candidate for a job, you know, really honing into the fact that you guys are athletes has helped me out so, so much. You know, in my interviews, I talk a lot about how, you know, I'm a, I was a college athlete, um, professional athlete, and that says something in itself, right? That says that you're typically going to be competitive. You're going to have grit. Um, you're going to have the drive to maybe do something that someone outside of sports wouldn't. Um, you're gonna have the discipline. You're going to understand teamwork. 
um, which is super key. You have to be able to work with other people most of the time, unless you work in a field like tech and maybe you're just kind of by yourself. Um, and, and leadership, I think, is a key one, too. So, you know, if you're a captain of your basketball team, you know, how can you apply that skills that you, you've you put on, on the court? How can you put that into an interview or how can you put that into to real world? That's super key. Um, and, and resilience, you know, you're you're not going to give up. You're going to put in the more work compared to to the other other person that's trying to interview for this job. Um, and not only that, I think something that's really interesting too to talk about is um, the NIL deals. Um, now kids can make a lot of money doing brand deals and really just building their brand. Um, when I went through college, that's something that just wasn't a thing. Um, there was even one year we got told not to do a GoFundMe um, for someone that really needed it and was having health issues because we could potentially profit off of the name, image, and likeness because, you know, we played softball at USF, which is crazy to think about. And it's just not that way anymore. But at the time, that's how it was. So I think there's even an opportunity in itself there, right? Like, um, you know, what brand deals are you going to do? What connections can you make through that? And networking is huge. You know, one thing that I've learned is, yes, you can be really, really good at what you do. But if you have a connection somewhere, that's going to help you out so, so much getting in somewhere or opening the door for you, right? Having the networking, it, it's it's like hands down one of the best things I think you can do is really trying to just connect with as many people as you can. And that leads me into LinkedIn. So when I was in college, so I graduated college May, 2018, um, through the mentoring program that we had to do. One of the things was we had to create a LinkedIn. And so I was like, oh, what is this LinkedIn? Like, this is this is dumb. Like, this is just something that like old people use for their work. Like, I don't need to do this. And so I made it because, you know, it was part of my grade. Like, we actually got graded in that class. Um, I was like, let me just make this. And I put like very minimal effort into it. Like, didn't really think that it was ever going to be something that I could use for my future. Come to now... And this past summer, when, um, you know, I was looking for jobs, getting into the tech sales world, um, and I actually worked with uh, kind of like a recruiting group, a recruiting agency um, called Shift Group, which their whole purpose is to really transition former athletes into tech sales. Um, and so that's actually how I ended up getting in front of Snap Mobile was through them. Um, but they were super, super big on, you need to build out your LinkedIn and you need to make it look almost exactly like how your resume is going to look because there's some companies out there and some, um, you know, managers and stuff like that, that sometimes prefer to just look at your LinkedIn. They don't even like to look at your resume. Right. Um, and so it's like, how are you going to make yourself stand out and, and make yourself most appealing for the job? Um, and I, I so, so encourage LinkedIn, like, like crazy now. And, and I try to be, I'm, I'm, I, sometimes I slack on it, but cause I get too busy in my day, but, you know, posting every day is super key because it's just, 
it's just like social media. It's like a different form of social media, right? The more consistent you are in posting, the more reach you're going to get, the more people are going to see you. And who knows like what could come from that. So I encourage people to make it in high school, you know, use it throughout your college, update people on there. Like, what are you doing? Like, you just have no idea what can come out of it. And, you know, there's a lot of people now that use LinkedIn, you know, for recruiting purposes too. So like I said, like you really just never know what's going to come out of LinkedIn. Um, And honestly, that's how we got connected, right? Was through LinkedIn. So if I never, you know, had the, the thought to try to get on there and try to be more active, I wouldn't be here talking with you right now, you know, in, it probably wouldn't have helped me get the job that I have now. Um, And so, yeah, so those are a few things that I think that an athletic director can try to do and just open up the conversation for the coaches and for your athletes. Don't just assume that, you know, the the school administrators are going to do that. Um, And a lot of times too, I think as athletes, as young athletes, you know, we look up to our coaches and our athletic directors a lot. And we're probably going to trust what that person is telling us a lot more than, you know, like a random uh, teacher at school, unless you have a really good connection with them. So I I encourage everyone to, to have start having those conversations, you know, have interview nights, you know, talk about what do you want to do in your life and, and try to have those kids have the connections that way, you know, they don't come out of college or they don't come out of high school, really not knowing what they want to do for with their life. And if they don't, it's still okay. Like you will find your way. Trust me. Like I found my way. Um, but I wish I could have found it a lot earlier. Right. If I could have found this profession that I'm in now, you know, maybe when I was in high school, you know, maybe my major, I would have majored in business or I would have majored in tech or or something like that. Right. Right. Um, Because uh, yes, I do have a degree and I, it's so helpful because I still think it helps you get a lot of jobs regardless of what your degree is in, but I could have learned skills and and applied them now to my daily life um, in my job that I could have, you know, had already. Um, So yeah, that's, that's pretty much what I got. Well, some really uh, cool ideas. You probably saw me scribbling down the notes as you were going. Uh, And for athletic directors, I think it's a great opportunity, uh, as you said, to continue to build relationships with student athletes, which sometimes is hard for ADs to do because you're not like coaches. You're not seeing them every single day. And the coaches are so busy coaching uh, Mm -hmm. that sometimes it's going to be hard for them. Um, you know, uh, I wrote down four kind of key things for me. Uh, you know, one, you talked about the importance of preparing for that interview, preparing that LinkedIn uh, resume, because you're absolutely right. You know, I, I think in this, you know, current day and age, you know, the resume, it's still part of it. But I, I think having that electronic um, mm-hmm. uh, presentation is so important. Uh, you, you talked about um, you know, as a senior and choosing your college major and all that stuff, you know, well, you know, we're supposed to choose the, our life path when we're 17. Um, right. You know, that's kind of how it's always been a, a long time ago when I was going into college. The only thing that I knew 
was that I didn't want to work for a living. You know, I just wanted to keep in, playing sports. Uh, wasn't even thinking about the NFL, but just, hey, I'm, I'm going to be on the football team. I'm going to run track for my college. Uh, and so um, I really didn't choose that major. Uh, it, it kind of ended up choosing me uh mm-hmm. as you know I, I got into college so that's not too unusual um but uh you you also talked about the importance of you know um liking what you do and and again i, I want to go back uh when i was in college i think it was still and probably for many years you know you're gonna graduate from college you're gonna start that career and you're gonna be in that same career for probably you know the rest of your working life mm-hmm. and and now it, that's not the way it is at all. You know, you, you might yeah. be in this career for a year or th- and then do a different thing for a couple of years. So, um, you know, that's a, I, I think that's a cool thing to be, have the opportunity to do so many different things, but right. uh, you talked about the importance of loving what you do. You know, the, the radiology thing, it just wasn't going to be for you. <laughs> no. uh, I remember my dad, uh, told me this when I was, I, I think I was probably in junior high. He ran a construction company and my brothers and I, we, we got to work for him uh, <laughs> during summers and weekends. And, and I just hated it. I hated every minute of it. And my dad just loved it. He loved everything about it. And um, one day I'm sure I was complaining about having to do something on the job. And uh, he goes, Jake, the secret to happiness is finding something that you love to do and then convincing somebody else to pay you to do that. And <laughs> I found that in teaching and coaching. You know, God, we get paid to do this? And and my dad found that in his career, too. So you're absolutely right. You know, find something you love to do and then figure out, you know, geez, how can I get paid for this? Uh, and, you know, there's so many different ways that that can happen. Um, Lauren, uh, again, great, great stuff. If one of our listeners wanted to reach out, pick your brain a little bit about, you know, this, you know, career or snap, or, you know, even talking about, you know, when you were a professional athlete, which is a great, great story. Uh, what's the best way that they can get a hold of you? Sure. Um, they can contact me directly. My cell phone is 813-527-4202. It's probably just easier to shoot me a text because I, I get busy during the day. But if you give me a call, leave me a voicemail and I'll get back to you pretty much as soon as I can. Or they can send me an email. Um, you can send me an email to lauren.evans at snapraise.com. So it's L-A-U-R-E-N dot E-V-A-N-S at S-N-A-P-R-A-I-S-E dot com. Okay, very cool. You know, Lauren Evans, um, former, you know, Division One professional athlete, now working for Snap Raise. One of our great sponsors, by the way, if you didn't notice that. Um, Lauren's going to be part of our regular Wednesday wisdom team and uh, encourage you to reach out to her. I think you've got a great resource. Okay. Lauren, thanks so much for, uh, being on Wednesday wisdom today and all the best as 2023 continues to unfold for us. Thank you. You too. For our listeners, remember we do this every single week. Um, and we also upload every episode to our YouTube channel, the educational AD podcast, uh, come back next Wednesday for more Wednesday wisdom and just about every day on the educational AD podcast. We'll see you next time. Before we go, we do want to give a shout out to all of our sponsors. Um, Every single one of our eight sponsors I used as a athletic director or as a head football coach with one exception. You've heard me say it before hometown ticketing. 
Uh, I was retiring just as hometown ticketing was coming into vogue, but I've talked to hundreds of athletic directors across the country and they all swear by hometown. So go to hometownticketing.com, find out how to start selling your tickets for all your events, athletics, as well as performing arts and graduation, uh, how to sell them online. That's hometownticketing.com. We also want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive Indoor Scoring Tables and Video Boards. Uh, we've got one of their score tables in our gym, and it's just tremendous. Um, we use it for games, but we also use it for pep rallies, for signing ceremonies. You can find out more about uh, their products at sidelineinteractive.com. Check them out today, sidelineinteractive.com. We also want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Uh, at my schools, we use surveys for just about everything, for teachers, for coaches, for parents, and for student-athletes. And the information that comes back is tremendously valuable. It's almost always over-the-top positive, and it'll be the same for you. And that's a tremendous tool to have in your toolbox uh, when you're talking with a, a parent or a student-athlete that wants to complain about your program. Go to athleticsurveys.com for more information. We also want to say thanks to Gipper. Excuse me, go to gipper.com and see how athletic directors are creating world-class marketing content for their school social media channels. It's all about social media today, branding, and if you're not doing it, you're missing the boat. Go to gipper.com, use our code ADPOD10 and you'll get 10% off. That's gipper.com. We want to say thanks to Huddle. Uh, as a football coach, I used Huddle for years, but when I became an AD, I made sure our school was a Huddle school. And all of our coaches just love the, the smart cameras, the mobile apps. Of course, they love the analytics. Uh, go to Huddle.com. Turn your school into a Huddle school. We also want to say thanks to Snap Mobile. Go to Snap, excuse me, go to OnSnap, OnSnap.com, and check out their entire platform. Uh, we use Snap Rays. Uh, and it was just fantastic. Uh, but there's so much more to the Snap website. Go to onsnap.com and find out more about the Snap platform. Uh, we want to say thanks to Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. Uh, we've got a Wall of Fame uh, console for the FIAAA's Hall of Fame. And it is just fantastic. It's also a great way to display your school's record boards for all your teams and all your sports. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com for more information. And finally, let's say thanks to Final Forms, uh, the industry leader in registration and the official registration platform for the FIAAA State Conference. Uh, go to finalforms.com slash Jake for more information about all the things that Final Forms can do for you. Thanks again for listening to today's Wednesday Wisdom. Uh, we'll see you next time on the Educational AD Podcast.